Okay, so I kind of mentioned to you earlier this week, but I saved the story till now because I wanted to get your reaction. But last week, my mom called me and we were on the phone and she's like at the in the midst of our conversation, I don't even know. Oh, I said, how's, how's my brother? I never fucking hear from the guy. I don't yeah. ever hear from him. She was like, oh, actually, <laughs> I have a fucking story for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, what happened? So like, I love my brother to death. Mm-hmm. He is so intelligent. He's literally on the dean's list. He has 4.0 GPA, smartest guy. Street smarts, however, it's... That is my sister. I describe her yeah. as the dumbest smart person I've ever met. Yeah, like he's so intelligent. Yeah. Smart? I don't know if that's the right word. But okay, so <laughs> she goes, my parents were out of town for uh, the weekend and I guess there was a miscommunication between my brother and my mom about watching our family's dog yeah and so my brother lives uh on a college campus but it's close enough to home to where he could come stay at my parents house take care of the dog he thought that he needed to go to like her daycare to pick her up Mm -hmm. and take care of her that night but he didn't he like the dog was just going to spend the night and then my parents were going to get it the next day so he shows up to the daycare and is like hey i'm here to pick up winnie the lady at the dog daycare was like oh okay like I'll go get her like kind of confused because my mom had brought her early that day saying that she was boarding spending the night but she was like whatever <laughs> so she goes and gets the dog hands her or hands my brother the leash her bed food and a dog <laughs> the dog apparently resembled my dog like to a fucking t. the only difference was it had a different collar mm-hmm. but my brother doesn't see the dog enough to be like oh maybe mom just bought her a new collar so he brings his dog home and they're like chilling they're riding in the car on the way home <laughs> they're chilling like and they're just like at home like. yeah like like he brings her home he's like she's staying really close to me everything seems normal but then she starts like sniffing around like everywhere and my brother's like oh maybe she just has to pee yeah so he opens the door and lets her outside and he's like walking around the house and he like looks out the window the dog is swimming in our pool <laughs> And my dog was trained to not swim in the pool. So he was like, this isn't my fucking dog. He has to run outside and get the dog out of the pool because the dog couldn't figure out where the fucking steps were. So he's like saving this dog from the pool. And it's like February, freezing cold outside. He's like arms deep in the pool, getting this dog out. And he looks at the dog and he's like, holy shit, this This is is not not our dog. dog. And he calls my mom and dad. And my parents are like, of fucking course. He got the wrong dog. And then my dad calls like the daycare and chews them out and is like, how the fuck do you mix up a dog? Yeah, like what? Yeah. And so my brother calls the daycare back and he's like, hey, like, uh, I think I took home the wrong dog. <laughs> and they're like, we are so sorry. Like you can come right now. So he shows up at the dog daycare. The dog's owner was there to pick the dog up. No. And like their dog wasn't there. So I was like, oh my God, like was she pissed? And he was like, dude, the sweetest lady I've ever talked to. She literally was like, oh, Paisley, looks like you had such a fun day. <laughs> and like her dog was like soaking wet and like, like having so much fun. And then the not Paisley and Patrick, literally like, Paisley and Patrick just hanging out. And, but he said like what made it weird was because like it's like Paisley and my dog's name is Winnie. So every time oh. he said Winnie, she would respond because it's like the, like they kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. And so she would respond. So he, that's why he was so confused. And then the people at the fucking dog day camp do the rudest shit to my dog. They brought my dog out, but my parents told them like 
we want her to spend the night there because my brother had work the next day in school and like didn't need to mess with it. So she, they bring the dog out. My dog sees my brother and my brother's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then my brother just leaves the, my dog there. And so my mom comes and gets. Stop it. I know Winnie's traumatized. And then my mom comes and gets my dog the next day. And she's crying the whole way home. My dog is like literally the pettiest bitch of all time. Like if you even come close to her with like a toothbrush or like threaten to like clean her ears or something, (laughs) that bitch has a grudge for like 24 fucking hours. Won't talk to you. Won't look your way. And she said like when she brought my dog home, she walked straight to her kennel and was like, bitch and like didn't talk to my mom all day (laughs) but all this to say my brother's telling me this story like after the fact and i go well at least hopefully this is practice for when you have a fucking kid and you don't take the wrong kid home from daycare (laughs) but like can you believe that no i can but that is yeah hilarious honestly that's hilarious (laughs) that is so funny but patrick you're you're dumbass yeah you guys welcome back to another episode of society 97 i'm kellen and i'm emily and this week we're doing things a little bit different so for the month of january we did our first ever at the time we called it like a recap of celebrity gossip but we're we're titling the series yes monthly mayhem monthly mayhem Q music But yeah, essentially, we're we're going full newsroom style. We're spilling all of the tea that's gone down this past month. So this mm-hmm. is a February recap is what this episode will be. As far as celebrity gossip, um, A-list, B-list, D-list celebrities, yeah. we got them all. We got them all covered. Obviously, the most like the more valuable stories. Yeah. There was a lot to uncover here, and some of it just doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Yeah, and we are going to be walking through this like chronological order. So like how it happened throughout the month. Yeah, exactly. So our top story of this uh, past month is just all of the fucking Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson drama that's going on. So we're going to save that for the very end. Just because it's a lot to cover. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, we could have made a whole episode about that, honestly, but we yeah. don't we don't need to get into all that. But uh other than that, we're going to be walking through everything chronologically. 100%. Yep. So to start off the month of February, Kylie Jenner officially had her baby on 2-2-22. I didn't realize that was the date. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 2-2-22. So basically, it was the best manifestation day of the entire year. I was about to say, if you year, thought this kid already had everything laid out for them well did you not hear the conspiracies that like she already actually had her baby but because like it's like a a kardashian thing and it was like close enough they just are saying mm -hmm, because it's been like rumored for like a month that she had the kid before because like she would go out in public and then like people would be like covering her body so you couldn't see her but she was also like stunting in her pregnancy belly before not like when she had stormy and she didn't want to be caught pregnant right where this time she was out in public with her belly so the Mm. whole month before she was actually like covering herself like when she was in public so people actually had the theory that she already had the baby but she wanted that to be 2 to 22 for manifestation 
and good luck. What do you think about that? Do you think that's true or do you think that's just like internet gossip? Um, I'm kind of in between because honestly, I don't put anything past the Kardashians. That's so fucking true. You I know mean, what I mean? Like, literally up until this past month, I've really thought all the P. Davidson shit was just a stunt. So no, like, I, I put nothing past I them. fully believe the whole P. Davidson stuff and I know you thought it was a stunt. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. I mean, like, why would you fake your son's birthday to be like a month later than what it really like that doesn't make sense yeah, to me but at the same time like you named him wolf webster so i am in no way shape or form here to confirm or deny that she was born on two two <laughs> i mean <laughs> or he sorry. or like i mean going back to all this shit that happened with this family earlier this year like maybe it's like we need to manifest the best possible thing ever because of all the shit travis has dug yeah. us in this fucking yeah 100 percent. but okay also if you're gonna name your child wolf webster like that sounds like a dictionary if you ask me well that's travis scott's last name well like stormy webster that's her name. okay well first of all didn't know that second of all <laughs> Here's the thing about fucking <laughs> Kellen. She can tell you the deepest, darkest information. Like, wait till we get to Taylor Holder. About no, the most irrelevant fucking people. But when it comes to actual celebrities, zero clue what's going on. Like, 100%. That's, a, <laughs> that's actually a fact. You go, like, well, I didn't know that was his last name. <laughs> Hello. Okay, to put into context, last night we're sitting here, we're forming this whole entire episode. <laughs> and I'm looking at stuff. And, you know, I see a picture of Drake, okay? Oh, God. And I say, whoa, it's kind of cool that Drake has a heart in his hair. I'm like, that's cool. She goes, for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Not like this hoe has been rocking that haircut for over a fucking year. Didn't know it. Didn't know it. Like, he doesn't even have that haircut anymore. Like, that's how late to the news Yeah, you you looked at, like, I think he changed it up in, like, what, October? Yeah, like, it's been a minute. Like, yeah, and... I'm just really behind the times on like actual celebrity <laughs> gossip. But if it's about someone who's like a YouTube star or TikTok, I am in that bit. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into all that in a minute and she's going to be covering all that because <laughs> I had no, I, I mean, at a surface level, I know what's going on, but like, I don't know the inner workings of yeah. the drama. Yeah. So. so there you go. That's why she's also going to cover our Kanye segment. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we just wanted to start it off with the first thing that really happened, which was Kylie Jenner uh, and Travis Scott's second child yeah and she basically brought wolf into the world by announcing it on an instagram post it was like sweet black and white photo yeah, it was very low-key mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i don't even think she announced the name there she didn't it was like a it was like a week later or something that like the name was announced yeah well to then go into the next big thing from top tier to bottom tier in terms of celebrities we went from kylie jenner to taylor fucking holder and i definitely spelled his name wrong yeah, you did. But it's okay. I went with it. It's okay. It's okay. I knew what you're talking about. I'll speak up what you were putting down. Okay, so basically. Yeah, fill me in on this because uh, last time I checked, the only thing I had heard about any of this was some shit on the BFFs podcast, and I wasn't even listening that much. Right. Okay, so basically, like the last week of January going into February, Taylor Holder drops his song, Never Was You, on January 26th. Okay. He makes music? Yes, he does make music. Cool. It's, um,. Insert here. Literally straight from like it's, it's not good. I think if we play under like 15 seconds, it's fine. I mean, also, we ain't getting copyrighted, so it's fine. Yeah, what are you going to do? Sue us, Taylor? We are uh, not going to so, make much from that. <laughs> also, within that same exact week, he posts a um, basically an Instagram story. Okay, so since Kellen's taking this one over, I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read as like a person who's never read this before because I truly haven't. So here we go. Apparently, he posted this on his 
Instagram story. Instagram story. The same week his song came out. Taylor Holder says, to any upcoming influencers or people that dream to have this life, please know it's really not what you think it is at all. Having millions of followers and millions of dollar sign is cool. But please don't let that blind you. I have been one of... the. <laughs> I have been one of the most successful <laughs> people in this space. Bro, I didn't know your fucking nah, name. He until, has, he's capping. He's capping. Until capping. BFFs. He's uh, capping. I've been one of the most successful people in this space. And it has truly made the or made me the lowest I've ever been in my life. It's fucked up. Everything. It's affected my relationship with my family. It's affected my friendships. And it's mentally put me in a place I never thought I would be able to be in my life. I feel like a robot. <laughs> doing everything in my life I could ever dreamed of and still feel so empty. This sounds like great content to make a song though. I've completely lost myself trying to find something that I thought was so amazing. And for everyone, wait, for anyone I'm talking to out there that feels the same way, please reach out to me because you're not alone. I would love to pray for you. Oh, barf. (laughs) Okay, so basically he posts this within that same like, two days span okay. about 40 like top like total profile like high profile influencers so when i say that i mean like joss richards like bryce who, hall who, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. people who are like in his circle like tiktok community like dixie d'amelio all of that is like, he part of a house was he, he ever part of a house essentially i want to say he was a part of hype house at one point okay that makes sense but like he also was like a little bit like he hung out with the Sway Boys as well. So, like, he was kind of, like, mm. intermixed. He, he was kind a of his own. Yeah, he really was okay. his own thing. Um, and that, like, says a lot about the person. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you can't be a part of one group, you yeah. try to be a part of most of them. Anyway. I mean, yeah. Throwback to the friendship episode. Anyway. <laughs> so, basically, these 40, like, high-profile influencers start unfollowing him on Instagram. And this kind of brings us into February then. So, okay. on February 2nd, he then goes on to BFF's podcast with Josh Richards and Dave Portnoy. Mm-hmm. And it's 11 minutes and 14 seconds of him the entire time being like you know i just can't answer that i want to handle this offline like whatever and he basically just about these people unfollowing him or what so basically there were sexual allegations that came about mm-hmm. out about him but okay. i will say since bff's podcast this has not been confirmed or denied and that's the only place that has said that there has been sexual allegations against him. They brought it up or yes, he brought it up? Yes, Oh, okay, okay. And he says there, he's like, you know, like there's a couple people involved. We're going to kick this offline. Like, I don't really know why I'm here either. Um, but apparently Taylor was asking Josh to go on to this podcast. That's like, because like what I had heard was like, yeah, like he asked to be on the podcast mm-hmm. to kind of clear some shit up. Yes. And yeah. then when he was on it, Cause all the, nothing. I saw so many little like uh, sound bits that they like clipped and put on TikTok, and it was all they were all like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, like at one point, I think you see like Bree's face and Josh's face, and they're like, "What? Like, what is going on here?" So he basically blames his PR team that like they set him up for this, and like that's why he's here, and he thought he was here to promote his song, is what he was saying on the podcast because he wanted to keep all of the legal stuff out of the podcast, which makes. I get it, but like also at the same time, you came to them. Yeah, that's like so. A little like the weird. number one TikTok podcast you went to, right? Like, so, yeah, that's weird. So that was February second. On February third, he basically sends. Now, you don't know if it's all of them because not everybody said, but essentially, all these people that unfollowed him on Instagram got cease and desist letters, and Bryce Hall confirms this on February third. What? That's the thing. That's the thing that Bryce is like. W- Bitch, I ain't talking about you. 
Like there's nothing. So my thing is like you are guilty, but at the same time, nothing is like actually out there what he did. Oh, so weird. it's really a confusing situation because I really do think that there's sexual assault or something of that caliber out there that they know. Mm. Why else would you send cease and desist letters if you're not guilty? Yeah, I don't know. It's really I don't know. This is this whole thing to me. It sounds like it's like clout chasing almost. Exactly. So that that's the biggest thing at the end of all of this. I mean, we have another point in here as well before we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people are are like, is this a publicity stunt for like his song? But I mean, he claims to be the biggest in his industry. Yeah. So if this is if you got a fucking clout chase but like this to get attention, had, you're not. He the won. Biggest. He won for sure. He had to. He had to do that because nobody cares about him. He doesn't do anything in the space. He posts dumb videos. Nobody really cares. He was hot at one point. Honestly, the only way that I had ever heard of him is because he like dated Summer Rae. Exactly. So once he like stopped dating Summer Rae, it kind of had gone downhill for him and mm-hmm. like the spotlight. But also, so this was on T-Talk, which is with uh, Josh Richards. But at this time, he also had Bryce Hall on there. And this is where they also discussed the season desist letter that they received and all that. Um, but February 8th, it was rumored that he went to jail. And that Taylor? Was, yeah, that Taylor Holder went to jail, that they had him in custody and all this For stuff. what? Okay, because everyone at the time, because of the sexual allegations and like they thought it was with that. But who was making sexual allegations? Nobody knows. Nobody what? knows. Yeah, it's it's a whole confusing situation and Taylor won't clear anything up. But yet, like, part of information is out there, but then everyone got cease and desist. So, like, that's why there's nothing else out there. How old is he? He's, like, a, he's uh, like in his 20s, right? I want to say he's probably, like, maybe 21, 22. Okay. So, like, he's an adult, technically. Yeah, like, okay. he is, like, old enough that, like, whatever. He's 24. Oh, shit. He's our age. He's literally born 18 days after me. So... Awesome. What are you doing hanging out with all these fucking 18 year olds? You creep. Right there. Sexual. Yeah. That's, you know, there's something going on here. But anyway, so there was this whole rumor, like they did a whole like emergency tea talk situation on YouTube, um, basically to find out that Taylor Holder was actually not arrested. Okay. And it was a Taylor Holder female in New York got pulled over. It was just somebody with the same name. Same exact name. Yeah. Spelled the same way? Yeah. What the fuck? Taylor Holder, a female, f- and she's from New York, but it was in L.A. County. Oh. Um, so that's why everyone thought that it, it like was Taylor up. Holder. Yeah. Um, but he's actually from Texas. So wah, wah, on that story. But yeah, Taylor Holder, I mean. So basically, that was a whole lot of fucking nothing for him to just like make all of this big deal for fucking nothing. Yeah. So we still don't know. But I mean, I mean, we have another month coming up. Yeah. Who you knows? never know. We might have. I mean, we'll see what happens in in uh, next month's uh, monthly mayhem. But exactly. hopefully Taylor Holder's not part of it because who the fuck even is that guy? <laughs> Anyways, moving on to bigger and not that much bigger people. We're <laughs> not ta- much better either. We're, we're talking about Julia Fox. Um, So this is just, I mean, this clip from Call Her Daddy is just iconic at this point. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> I mean, I was just Savdi's music when he wrote Uncut Gems. And it it, it it truly, like, was, like, I don't know. like It one of the, still is taking the internet by yeah, storm. I mean, yeah, that this happened. So the Call Her Daddy episode came out February 9th. Mm-hmm. And it is, what, the very end of February. It's the 25th when we're recording. This yeah. is going to come out in, like, the first week of March. And, I mean, I still see shit about it 
constantly. There's like EDM remixes with oh. her voice in it. Um, I mean, I don't feel bad for her, but like, I think she's a fucking idiot. But also, she knows she knew exactly okay, what she what was is, doing. What is her eye makeup like? What is that? I don't Does know. Does she think that like, the raccoon look is in? Like, what do we have going on there? I think the issue is, is like all these old people trying to like still look super well, young. Well, facts. And she was like dating Kanye for a hot sex. So she probably so, thought that was cool. So she also dated Kanye for a total of 1.5 months. So she, she claims to have been Kanye West's muse. And they only dated <laughs> for one and a half months. Let me tell you about any relationship I've ever had for one and a half months. That bitch did not think about me at all. <laughs> like they're you're not you're not inspiring shit in their life. Oh no no no! You're fucking, and maybe they're buying you. And dinner. in the same interview, she was saying how like of course she understands that like he has a love for Kim. And as we get into the rest of it, like as she as Kanye and her are dating, he is like lit- legitimately psycho. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. But I mean. Like, you don't just get out of what were they together for eight years, nine years, whatever. Well, they were married for six, but they were together for like forever before that. Right, exactly. So it's like before they got married. So it's kind of like, well, like, you are not his muse. Yeah. Is anything Kim Kardashian is his muse? And he was playing dress up with you, bitch. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But all, all, all this to say is she has profited so much from this brief fling to the fact that like i mean her life is nobody nobody knew who the fuck julia fox was i mean she was in a well it was a netflix movie it right uncut gems was not even in the theaters correct i'm I'm gonna have to look this one up i'm gonna fact check it so i mean i could be wrong but i mean trash movie i did not even think it was that good um it's on netflix yeah yeah, like, I don't think this ever aired even in the theater. So, like, you were in one Netflix movie. Please calm the fuck down. I don't even know who she was until she started dating Kanye. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like who were you? you? Ha- yeah. Apparently, she's a fat ass, though. That's all I know about her. I heard the same thing. But, I mean, I don't remember anything from watching that movie. But all I could pay attention to was how just horrible the acting was the whole time. So, like, yeah. So, also, to ass. say about Julia Fox, to wrap her up, is that she's writing a book. And it's a book about a tell-all. What she's telling, we're, we're unsure. It, okay, but that's the rumor. She claims it's not a tell-all. So, she claims that this was a book that she's been writing for a few, like, for the past year. But everybody was speculating that she's just writing the book about her and Kanye's relationship. So, the rumors have been, like, nipped in the butt right there. Like, it's not mm. a tell-all about their relationship. It's, I think it's just about her fucking life. So, who who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Like, anyways, Anka Jams. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then we had the Super Bowl on February 13th. And if you were Emily or I, you completely forgot that this was happening. You recorded a podcast and didn't even know. Um, The Super Bowl this year was so irrelevant to me because like the teams that I cared about being there were not there. So I was like... When you want to know how irrelevant it was, so the same exact week as the Super Bowl, (laughs) um, basically like BFFs and a bunch of other podcasts like we're doing live podcasts at Saddle Ranch in LA. And... They were on one of the BFFs and of course my ass is paying attention to it because I love D-list celebrity drama. Right. So I'm I am listening to every single day mm-hmm. they have this posted. 
And the one day they're talking about all the sick parties that are going to happen in L.A. for the weekend. <laughs> Kellen and literally texts me. She goes, yo, what's happening in L.A. this weekend? I go, I, I don't know. know. And I was like, you know what? When we're famous, we'll be there. Acting like this happens every fucking year. Because it was like, they were like, Drake is having a party. Like, Sports Illustrated. It should have been a dead giveaway that Sports Illustrated was having a party. Yeah, like, probably had to do with sports, you fucking idiots. Yeah, but then to find out actually um, three days ago that... We literally did not put this, <laughs> did not like put this together until three days ago that yeah. the Super Bowl was actually indeed that weekend in LA. And well, they were playing. Right. Because yeah, the Rams were in the Super Bowl. Right. And so like, but we didn't like put two and two together. Dumb as fuck. We literally were just like, what, what's happening? Yeah. Like, is there like a fashion show? Like what, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So in fact, go sports. Yeah. Go sports. <laughs> I hope they got that home run. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, but basically who was there? Honestly, everybody, if they weren't at the game, they were like at influencer wise. If they weren't at the game, they were at parties. That's, yeah. It was all over the, all, all over like Instagram and TikTok and everything else. Yeah. Um, the halftime show was quite interesting. Um, we had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, M- Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. So like, I mean, all fucking legends in the Super Bowl halftime show. And like, it was so Is Snoop huge. Dogg really a legend. Yeah. Okay. We're not even going to talk about that. He's like one of the, <laughs> he's like one of the most famous West Coast rappers. I mean, like, I don't no, know. Okay. You don't know what you're talking to about. To me, it's just like Snoop. I don't know. Yeah. No. Like When I hear like Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, I'm like, wow. Snoop Dogg now is, I mean, not, but okay. there was a time in See, like. See, I'm more current with his, with him no, today. No, like, no, he, he's literally one of the biggest West Coast rappers, like, of all time. Like, okay. The, I mean, like, quote, unquote, like, gangster rappers. I don't mean to take respect away, but I'm gonna give it back. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, when I see this lineup <laughs> and then I see Snoop Dogg in it, I'm kind of like, what's going on? Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl halftime show, um, uh, it was a millennial's dream. Um, Gen Z probably couldn't relate as much. A.K.A. I, Kellen. I love this kind of music, but unfortunately, uh, I literally didn't even know the Super Bowl was happening. So did not <laughs> did not watch this show. And um, yeah, for me, I actually, you know what? Uh, <laughs> today I was telling Kellen, I Googled how to crip walk because I watched oh, a video from the halftime show, just like a little clip of it on TikTok uh, while Snoop Dogg was performing because like he's a crip and he was crip walking. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to learn how to do that. Um, I'm indeed bad at it, but I was learning today. So that, I mean, that was my biggest influence for the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Learn how to crib walk. Okay. All right. <laughs> On to the next segment. On Go to ahead. later that night at Justin Bieber's post Super Bowl party, uh, there was a shooting. Apparently there was a lot of big celebrities there. Drake, obviously Justin Bieber is his party, but my man Kodak Black got shot in the leg. And I don't know why I just laughed at that. Um, <laughs> I would take that out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. This is what went down according to TMZ. So the most reliable source I could find. Uh, Kodak Black, everything was going good at the party. Him and his like crew like walked out. Apparently somebody jumped somebody in his group. Kodak got mixed into it and shots were fired. Apparently four people were injured. Uh, but I think Kodak's the only one that we know who actually was shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the other people just aren't famous. So people didn't really report it or what. But yeah, shot in the leg. Um, crazy. Because this was like at like a, I mean, there was 
hundreds of people here. So and like, this was like at a top tier, like a list celebrity party. Right. Like and not, it's, not just everyone was in this party. Right. And, and, and I mean, not that there's an excuse to get shot anywhere, but like this was a weird place for somebody yeah. to even have a gun. Well, maybe not a weird place for someone to have a gun. I just think that it's a weird place for something like this to go down, considering this was like right. a more like posh event of a Super Bowl party. Right. Versus like you and I having it at versus, our house. Versus uh, when What's-His-Face shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. Uh, what the fuck? Tory Lanez. It was like at a party, and I guess he had a gun, and it went <laughs> off and shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. Sorry, Meg. Keep doing your thing, girl. Sorry about Keep sorry about that. that pussy, sorry Meg. about that short king that shot you in the foot. <laughs> well, on to uh, <laughs> news that is not Justin Bieber status. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Harry Jowsey. Harry Jowsey. So Harry Jowsey. If you don't know who Harry Jowsey is, favorite he is, big cheeked Australian. That I man's mean, got some chick chipmunk cheeks. <laughs> They're big. I thought you were talking about his ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, is he double cheeked up? I mean, he's I, I, he lifts, so I feel like he uh, has. A nice I feel ass. like his. I feel like his. He's also like really tall, so I just feel like he's a thick boy. Uh, thick boy. You yeah, know what I'm saying. But Harry Jowsey is from the first season. Of Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Correct. Yeah. Um, and he is probably the most popular from Too Hot to Handle still to this day. He's the only one who's relevant anymore. Like he yeah. he kept up the appearances and kept kept doing shit. Everybody else, he, I don't even know. He who clout else farmed saw. his way to the top. Yeah, and he's best friends with Tana Mojo now. So there you go. But basically, we're just kind of talking about him because on January eighth, he was. Dating Sveta, Sveta, Sveta. I think Sveta. I think that's I how know. you say it. Sveta Bill. I don't even know. Honestly, I think she's Russian. I because I can't say this. Bilyalova. Correct. And um, basically, <laughs> to say that an article was like written that they couldn't keep their hands off each other. They were like on vacation together, like an extravagant vacation too. It wasn't just like down in Malibu. Like they like mm-hmm. went away together. And then on. February 13th at an after bowl or after bowl an after party for the Super Bowl. He was caught making out with definitely not the one that Drake was at. Not the one. (laughs) No, he was making out with Charlie Jordan at a club. Who is who? Who like who is she? Charlie Jordan was she she also dated Taylor Holder yes she dated Taylor Holder what is she just a TikToker so she she was a travel vlogger and then that turned into her now being a DJ uh, DJ. correct yes and she also sells like weed products she's a drug dealer too (laughs) facts so basically they were caught making out when everyone thought that he was dating somebody else so less than a month ago. I mean, are we surprised? Then for Valentine's Day, he buys her a Valentine's Day gift, posts a whole story about it, about how he got her this gift. They were both they were both posting content like of each Together other. Together on yeah. Valentine's Day. And then two days ago, like literally two days ago, he posts on a story that he's single. So like, yeah. I mean, listen, he's out here. He's just flirting it up. He's doing his thing. Good for you. But it's just like confusing. I mean, and also like, I mean, like kind of like we said with the Taylor Holder thing, like they could probably both be doing this together, just chasing more drama, clout, anything to keep themselves relevant. You know what I mean? I'd agree. I'd have to agree to that, to be completely yeah. honest with you. Um, but yeah, on to on to my Lord your- and Savior, Trisha fucking Paytas. We announced it in a previous episode, but uh, my girl is pregnant. Uh, I didn't realize this, but uh, Kellen told me. Or Kellen like brought it up and this is what made me think of it. She announced her pregnancy on February 14th. So Valentine's Day. We love that for her. But she she was only four weeks pregnant when she announced her pregnancy, yeah, which is super early. Very. I mean, I'm no mother here, but that's pretty that's pretty early to me. I mean, yeah, considering I think 
with her history of pregnancy, like you would think that like, she would wait. I feel like if I miss my period by a month, I would still be having like having faith that it would come eventually. <laughs> but she wanted to be pregnant, so she was like taking tests. I guess there's yeah. a difference there. But at the same time, like I just avoid avoid. She avoid. has like a massive like history with miscarriages and yeah infertility infertility and stuff like that. Yeah. So she thought she was going to get pregnant through IVF, which is great. I mean, whatever. Like she that's how she has to get pregnant. But you're going to announce it at four weeks. I think that's very early. I think for anybody to announce, but then also to announce when you've like when previously you've had, had issues. Yes, yeah. exactly. But then to come with this on February 21st, uh, Trisha w- basically went live on her YouTube channel where she has 5 million subscribers. And um, damn, good for Trish. I didn't know she was at that many. Oh, hell yeah. She's she's like pretty big on the YouTube, you know? She's huge on like YouTube and like OnlyFans is like her yeah. big money, yeah her, her big that's money where her, grab. She makes her money yeah but basically people were speculating that her pregnancy was fake and I mean honestly I think that's fucked up to say regardless if someone it is puts fu- it out there yeah I mean it's like mind your own fucking business but also <sighs> when your whole life is on social media like you kind of got to also expect, not when like, your whole life is on social media when you've been a troll and a shit person on social yeah, media like she's she's notorious for trolling like doing dumb shit like right this. so it's like this is you know but basically her clap back on her live was that um she was like what's what's wrong with oh my gosh what is people's problem and like why are why can i not read oh my lord there's reading is really hard i think i had too much caffeine like i'm just like we're both like i know i know know. okay so basically she was saying on her youtube live is what is people's problems why are they so affected by my womb which facts like doesn't stay the fuck out of my pussy bitch yeah literally and um they just can't stand to see other people happy because they're so miserable with their own lives which has been her thing with uh, like so because of all the drama that's happened like on the what was her and Ethan's podcast called? Frenemies. Yeah. When all that shit was happening, that was always her like argument, right? Because like her, she's dating or she's married now fuck, yeah. to Ethan's wife's brother. So like she's always been making this claim like, oh, everybody needs to mind their own business, blah, 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 blah. But it's like when you're constantly trolling and doing all this dumb stuff, like people are going to be in your business. But for to, for people to say shit about like a pregnancy, like I, that's taking it it's, too far. Yeah, honestly, just... Let her live her life. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about it. Like, who cares? I'm I don't just know. trying to live life. I just feel like people want to, like, be mad about something. And yeah. that's people what People love they did. hating. So, you know. So, on to the biggest news of, of February. The <gasps> largest, the largest news. Um, Dixie D'Amelio has announced she will be opening for Big Time Rush this summer. Woo! Yeah! Which apparently Big Time Rush is on tour. Didn't yeah. know that. I did actually know that Big Time Rush was trying uh, to come back uh, on tour. Uh, uh, oh. Literally, don't get me started. Okay, so. I used to fuck with their show. I never listened to their music, but their show was okay, good. Okay, listen. Looking for a boyfriend. I see that. Sign us. Okay, so Big Time Rush <laughs> is coming back on tour. I knew that they were coming back on tour because they've been like dropping hints. And I used to be a huge, huge, huge Big Time Rush fan. But... The James James Maslow, who's like one of the the hot one. Yeah, he's like the tall one with like the bowl cut from my back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I used to be obsessed with him, so I still follow him on everything. Mm. And they were like doing like practicing for. He's this giving. Uh, but he I, wears a fedora vibe. But I ge- he does. But I genuinely <laughs> didn't think that it was like this serious. That like they were going like a, a grand tour. Like I thought it was going to be like a, a show or two. You know. 
Yeah. But they're going on a whole tour this summer, so get your tickets while they're hot. How um, old are these guys? Oh, like 30-something? They have to be, like, late 20, early 30s. Like, There's I think no way they're Logan, in their 20s. Logan's for sure the oldest, and he's, like, 33 or 34. Yes, he's definitely, like, my brother's age. Like, it's time to give up this dream of being a yeah. pop star. But I will say, when I was younger, this is, like, really exposing myself. So I really, <laughs> really, really badly wanted to go see Big Time Russian concert. And now this is, like, after, like, the Jonas Brothers era, correct? So mm-hmm. my sister's a little bit older. She doesn't really care about this, but she can drive, right? So I convinced my sister that we have to go see Big Time Rush for my birthday. And, you know, she's down. Whatever. Like, why not? Like, she likes concerts. She doesn't care. How old were you? Because Big Time Rush was, like, popular like when we were in, like, junior high. I I have a Facebook photo of me at the Big Time Rush concert. So let me just go there real quick. (laughs) Um, But basically, I wrote a hundred reasons on a word doc why i needed to go see big time rush and i printed out was one of them to see that big time dick um bitch i was like not thinking that way when i was that age uh 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 oh okay (laughs) (laughs) it was my profile picture for the longest time going through her uh facebook profile photos right here we go it was there's some winners august 14th where the fuck was was at a nascar no this was at hershey park oh is somebody in your house right now? Did you hear that? Did you feel that? Yeah, queen, hold on, I'm going to look out. <laughs> it might be, he might have been like leaving. <laughs> Breaking news. Somebody might have broken into Kellen's house. I'm going to show you guys this uh, photo while she's checking to see if there's a burglar. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> you <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> Looks really good. Um, okay. You look nice and tan. Thank you. You look like you're it like 12. Summer. How old were you? You look really little. Well, it was 2014. Oh, fuck. You were a sophomore in high school and you want to see Big Time Rush? <laughs> 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 we were freshmen. No, you were, you're a year older. Mm-hmm. You were a junior I was, in high no, school? No, no, no. I was going into my freshman year of high school. No, I went to my freshman year 2012. Yeah, but I was going into your sophomore year. No, no your junior year. So 15. I was 15. I Going was going into her sophomore year. Regardless. Regardless. Okay, I was 15. A little, a little old to see, be seen BTR, but we're not going to judge I her. was a fan, okay? And I made 100 reasons why I had to go see Big Time Rush, and I printed it out 25 times and put it around the house at different points where my parents could see it, and the only thing my dad said was, I'm just pissed you wasted this much ink. <laughs> How much were these tickets? Like $25? Probably. They probably weren't expensive. <laughs> I just wanted to go. <laughs> I really just exposed myself here. <laughs> that shit's funny. I don't care who you are. All right. On to Britney Spears getting a book deal. So on February 21st, Britney announced that she'll be doing um, her book deal was secured. She'll be doing it with Simon and Schuster. Sh- Schuster. Simon and Schuster. <laughs> 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 it's a 15 million dollar oh, book Lord. deal and essentially it's going to be a tell all about her conservative ship uh which is great timing because her trash ass little sister jamie lynn spears uh just released her book 
basically right, so, shitting on Britney. Yeah, and her motivation, Britney's motivation to mm-hmm. write this book is to go against Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, so that's all we're going to really talk on that. Um, that's all the information She's we got. still acting a fool on social media, and I saw a TikTok of her the other day, what, which was indeed terrifying. She was working out. Did you see that one? No, I honestly did not see that one. I, I try to say clear, not that I try to say clear Britney and Britney stuff, but my thing is, I'm a laugh yeah. and I feel bad for laughing because she's been through so much shit. Yeah. But when it comes to a crazy person, I'm a laugh. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Talking about crazy. CNMA on BFS. <laughs> Talk about what one, a transition right there. Talk about one crazy bitch. So this episode came out what would be yesterday of us recording this, mm-hmm. but it was February 24th. Um, essentially, Sienna comes on BFF's podcast. So recap. Sienna May is the girl who Jack Wright, a fellow TikToker, has made accusations against her of committing sexual assault. There is a 2.5 second video of her on top of him. You can't see her face. You really can't see anything. But it's alluding that she's like inappropriately touching him while he is unconscious. So Mm -hmm. that is kind of this whole thing. Sienna comes on BFS podcast, first of all. You haven't watched it go watch it because it's it's very uh interesting um she comes on and brings her lawyer and a video analysis forensic expert yes um which before we go any further i'm gonna say this right fucking now if i was being accused it was a smart move if i was being accused the way that she was being accused you better believe my ass that shit would be happening yeah i would have a video analysis i would have forensic scientists i don't even fucking know i'd have them all like i don't care like i'd have the fucking genie from aladdin especially when she fully believes that she did not do what she's being accused of it's ruining her career and everything a part of it yeah I mean, listen, if you did it, you fucking did it and you need to pay the fucking price. And I'm, and you know, and, I'm not victim blaming anything like that. And if it's but true, she eventually will. And, and yes. I, mean, I mean, even if it's true, she's fucking paying the price right now. You exactly. Know what I mean? like, so like, but at the same time, if she knows deep down in her soul that she didn't do anything wrong, I would yeah. be doing the same shit too. I agree. And, and what was interesting is on BFFs, Dave was kind of like, I don't know, insinuating like it, it's making her look really guilty by doing this. And everybody on TikTok is commenting the same thing. They're like, why would an innocent person do this? But it's like it's the same reason why an innocent person asks for a lawyer the moment they start getting questioned. Because right. they they know how easy it is for people to manipulate shit. And like, well, also, these are serious. Like kid. These are serious allegations that are against her. Like, why would you not? I mean, the first thing she. she in my opinion, do you really think that the first thing she decided to do was go get a video analysis specialist? No, she went to a lawyer and her right. lawyer chose to do these steps. So, yeah, that's where I see 100%. that. Also, the lawyer came on basically to clear up the fact of like any legalities of what's going on. Santa was like, I'm done talking about it. So here's my lawyer, which yeah. respected that. It was a smart move. People, they thought it was weird. Honestly, it was, honestly, it was a really smart move, especially. I mean, we I think we've kind of mentioned it, but like these are kids like she yeah. just turned 18 years old. So like. To think that she would have, like, the mental, like, capacity to even, like, speak towards all this legal stuff is kind of, I mean, dumb on Dave's part to even, like, be like, well, can't you just talk about this on your own? It's like, she's a kid. Well, and because he kept trying to compare it to his situations of being accused of sexual assault, which rightfully so, but you're also a grown-ass man and you have a very different platform and you have a very different... It's totally different situation. It's completely different. But basically, the lawyer ends up saying that there's been no 
nothing there's been no legal yeah. steps taken like there's from been his no, end from, yeah, from no police Jack's report end. Fo- like there's been nothing with like the police that's like happened so yeah he hasn't filed anything no lawyer contact all of nothing. it is like unofficial allegations made by jack and it's all he said she said online yeah so it's it's hard and in the the worst part about it is like it's creating this huge like like divide in their fan base essentially Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day like nobody deserves to be like having to be going through this for either one of them Mm -hmm. especially like in the public eye and being so young 100 percent. and i mean but the funny part about all this is this video analysis expert that sienna brought on her thing created a video breaking down the video and it it was something that a fifth grade powerpoint would have done a better job than this thing. My favorite thing is when it goes, no. And it's like, no, and slanted <laughs> letters and like the whole shadow underneath the no. Oh my God, it's so funny. It's like when you first learn how to use PowerPoint and use like every single animation that they have, like the yes. curtains like slowly yeah. opening up. <laughs> and it's like, and then it's like, it makes like noises where it's like, bang, bang, bang. Every time a bullet yeah, comes up. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, the cringiest and Dave, Dave, and Dave didn't hold back. He roasted that guy. And this guy is like, a, a, like that's his whole job. And he was like, just sitting there like. He kind of laughed, he honestly. Did laugh. He did laugh. I mean, it, it is. I mean, but what are you, how good of a PowerPoint you can make on a, a two second video? Yeah. So, you know? I mean, that was just, that's like a big thing that's going on in like, especially like the TikTok community. But I mean, we'll see, I mean, what the. Where it goes from here. Yeah. What happens there. So, um, kind of similar counts yeah. um jeff wittick announced that he will no longer be associating with one eyed jeff Dobrik. yeah so why don't you give us a brief rotten down of like okay at, at like a super high level who the fuck is jeff wittick and what the fuck happened okay so basically jeff wittick is one of the vlog squad members who is under david dobrik jeff wittick came from new york staten island he plays this very like funny satire sarcastic character online mm-hmm. um he owns like a barbershop and he comes from a criminal background so that's kind of his like persona like, online. Shtick, yeah. like everything to him is like a joke it's funny so when he mm-hmm. kind of announced this a lot of people were like haha jeff it's your humor now right. how he ties in with david dobrik and why he's no longer talking to him about a year well actually when the pandemic first happened they were filming videos for david's vlogs and basically, David was at a point in his career where he's like, we need to up the ante. We need to up the ante. We need to up the ante. Yeah, like so, these like dumb little pranks aren't, aren't getting aren't like, cutting it anymore. Yeah. We need to do more. Right. So he basically had Jeff and another guy, Todd, who's also part of the vlog squad. They were learning how to skydive by themselves. So at, first of all, what? Yeah. So they were like, they were learning how to skydive. And like, okay. they both wanted to do this. It was for the vlog. Right. But in the middle of them learning how I to mean, do this. I mean, I know all about doing shit for the vlog. I mean, yeah. Shout out last week's vlog. Go check it out. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> so basically, they're learning how to do all of this uh, over the pandemic. So everyone else is like sucking their houses. They're out here learning how to skydive and like they're having the time of their lives. Right. Like, they're thrill seekers, all that kind of stuff. Then the, another part of the vlog was going to be somebody on an excavator being like spun around the excavator. And this is now where. What is that? Like a bulldozer type thing what is essentially it's i mean it's equipment that like we should probably just put a picture up on the screen this is an excavator yeah i don't really know how to like explain it but it has like yeah like the crane part or like the the oh like the scoop the scoop the scoop thing yes it's a it's a uh bull that's that's not a bulldozer bulldozer. it's not a bulldozer 
It has like the scoop on okay, the end of a so long it, stick. Yeah, it's like a tractor with like a scoop thing on it. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying now. Yes. To excavate things. Yes, exactly. AKA excavator. Yes. <laughs> so there's like a rope tied on the end of that. And oh, so they were doing, they were doing some like Arkansas shit. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. So basically they wanted, also the water that it was in was only like about a foot deep. Yeah. So even if you fell off of this, death was an option. Right. Didn't really think I, I mean, it's hard because the way he first explained it in his documentary versus the way he explained it today present in his and jeff fm um basically was that it was his it sounded like it, at first it was jeff's idea to get on this rope and go around and david was going to go really slow because it was going to be a really scenic type looking shot right for him to be swinging around in the air on this excavator mm. and it was only it was a rope tied to the end of the excavator and his foot was in it and he was like this holding it on like Indiana like Jones style. Dumb boy shit right It really, there. It really was yeah. a dumb boy shit. And at the time when when they're actually explaining this through the documentary, it makes it sound like this is David, this is Jeff's, Jeff's idea. idea. To come today, present day, it really wasn't Jeff's idea. It was David's idea. But Jeff was kind of amped up about it because he was like, just got done skydiving by himself. Okay. So, so he, he was, was kind of like amped up. He thought he was like invincible type yeah, shit. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So he is now on this excavator and David starts to go a little bit faster than he probably should have been going. And it spins out of control. Rope, a little rope mm-hmm. is kind of going to bend at some point. Right. When you're, when you're doing that and, slack you, in and it. you start to slow down. Yeah. Well, when this happens, it flies him into like the long part of the excavator oh, and he God. gashes the side of his head basically like centimeters away from his eye which would have actually killed him like the way it would have like hit him on the face so he's suffering immense brain trauma he's had like countless eye surgeries i think he's in the 30s i was say he was he's he he, today in his podcast he said he's on his ninth eye surgery yeah his ninth serious eye surgery where he had to like have it shut but like he's done like so much Mm -hmm. and so much brain therapy and all of the stuff like legitimately like he could have died like right. he should have died essentially yeah. like nobody knows how he survived this so that's a massive background for all of this mm-hmm. but that brings to the day where jeff is like i'm fed up with david's bullshit like yeah, he was out to, yeah he was like you're supposed to be my friend you only came around me as i was filming my documentary about all of this right. and as soon as i was on filming the documentary you never asked me once how i was doing you never cared about anything yeah and everything like as from a friend standpoint was gone mm-hmm. and he's like and that really sucks because like i understand that mistakes happen and i can justify this as a mistake like an accident yeah and like honestly at the same time too like they were talking about on the podcast like well was this an accident i mean who plans to do this yeah i don't think i mean unless dave dobrik's just like a fucking sociopath which like who knows but like i don't think it was intentional i think it was just like pushing it the boundaries it, it really just puts it down like, yes and he was had vlog goggles on for lack of better terms and, and just right it, he was like just do it for the video yeah and like unfortunately couldn't see like the danger and all of it mm-hmm. so at, also part of the documentary um and to jeff david said he would pay for every single medical bill that came right. along with this like journey that he had to go on well basically months ago David and his team stopped paying for these bills mm. and they have to be in Jeff's name because it's like under his insurance. Right. right. So Jeff didn't realize he's like, I don't do my own billing. And he's like, that might be on me, but I have a team for that. 
Right. So I didn't know that these weren't being paid until he went to go buy a house and his credit is like literally fucked up. Can't buy a house. Now he has all of these. Right. Bills. He's in so much debt. Yeah. From all of these surgeries, has all of these bills, everything hasn't wasn't able to work for a year Damn. after this happening. So right. he didn't really make money. All of this stuff. And I'll just say that like he's been a shitty friend. And I mean, I think if anyone was in this situation, I don't know how I'd be able to forgive David up front. But at the same time, I think Jeff was trying to be like listen this was an accident i get it right but at this point it's like now you can't even be a friend and i think that that really sucks because not only are you losing david as a friend you're losing a whole group of friends right who he's been well, close also, with for years also the thing about jeff is like he's significantly older than david like mm-hmm. david's like 26 mm-hmm. right and jeff is like 32 so i feel like it's probably like he was able to forgive a lot of it like at the beginning of their relationship with like all these kind of stupid things and like constant like fuck ups or whatever. It was like, you're just a kid. Mm -hmm. But now that David's like an actual like grown ass adult, I feel like it's like like he's gotten to the point where it's like, I'm over this shit. Yeah. I'm too old to be doing this dumb shit. And the crazy part about it too is like, it really came across as that he only cared when the documentary was being filmed because that was going to present him in a light on the internet as if he, like, he wasn't a part of it. Right. And didn't care. Right. As soon as the documentary stopped filming, he was over it. He, he was didn't like, care anymore. Yeah, bye. Also, he made sure he got like, I don't want to say he got like final edit privileges, but he got to see it before it came out and he took out anything that made him look bad. Yeah, that's what I was like. I watched Jeff's podcast today and like, yeah, it was like he was talking like he was pissed because he was like, it painted it as a as though I wanted to do that. Yeah. And to be honest with you too, like this, As somebody who is really into YouTube and, Mm -hmm. like, really enjoys, like, watching content like this, like, it sucks because I'm a consumer who does love David. And, like, I know you have a very different perspective, but, like, I do love David because, I mean, I love YouTube. Right. And he is essentially the king of YouTube or was at one point. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you are into YouTube, you watch David Dobrik and all of the vlog squad. And, like, you feel like you are part of their friend group. So it kind of sucks a little bit and like yeah not that like it hurts but like you I it's guess like the I've end been of watching, an era type I've been shit. watching yeah. it for years and like not that I think that he's my friend but I would say that anybody in the position like right you watch them for years you watch them grow up you watch them do different stuff it's yeah kind of like you wait for his vlog to come out every Tuesday yeah I mean be it'd be like it. it'd be essentially like people who like loved One Direction and then when they were like we're done yeah yeah like exactly yeah. like you you feel like your heart's ripped out not right. that i actually feel that way because it's not my business but like it just it's it the sucks. end of like a quote era yeah and it them. just sucks as someone who has consumed a lot of their content and then to kind of see that who he portrays himself as all of them portray themselves as is fake. Is, is so fake yeah. and that that sucks which like it's like you knew it but like to hear it coming from them yeah is hard. and i know that you you're completely opposite on this right but it's just that's just the content I consume so to me it's like fuck like that just sucks it's a letdown and to finish on a YouTube note as well um the roast of Bryce Hall comes out tonight February 25th um Jason Nash heads this uh entire thing basically he put it together for the roast of Bryce Hall right so we haven't watched it yet not much to say on it but it should be fairly funny so if you haven't watched it yet or you just want something to throw on in the background there you go well that wrapped up I think our uh whole other segment of what's going on this past february and now to the headliner of the show yeah we are at the main story of tonight's show um don't know when you're listening but it might be nighttime so here we go the reason we kind of wanted to save this for like the end of the episode and to talk 
just kind of in length about this bit is because there's just so much to go on. A lot of people don't know like the the whole story. And so that's what mm-hmm. we're kind of going to get into. And then also like Kanye West uh, has a three part docu-series on Netflix that came out on February 16th. And so that's kind of, I don't know, trudging up a lot of this old drama because like you're seeing a different side of Kanye in these first two episodes of the documentary, which we'll talk about later. But like it's re it's re-elevating the hype about him. Well, and also this entire month, he has been a complete menace on yeah. Instagram. So, Even more than usual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, the side of Kanye that you've been seeing this month yeah is complete like you can't ignore i don't care who you are you cannot ignore what he is doing on social media yeah okay but let's take it back to kind of not where his craziness started but where a lot of this like animosity between kim Mm -hmm. and kanye started so it kind of all goes back to a year ago actually when kim filed for divorce uh from kanye in february of 2021 that's kind of when this whole like weird like back and forth like a year ago yeah literally a year ago um literally like within two months of that kanye west was dating uh irena shake i don't know i I think she's a model i don't really know who this person is they dated like for a brief stint for like two months kind of like the joy fox situation Mm -hmm. but it was interesting because at the time he was like i want to make things work with you kim and was super public about it like he is now um but he was dating this person at the time. So, I mean, want to talk about history repeats itself. He does it literally in about a year. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. So this is all like February G- or March, April of 2021. The summer of 2022, Pete Davidson kind of enters the chat in terms of like romantic allegations between Kim and How did that Pete. start though? Like, what? So do I, we know how they kind of like got linked? So, okay, so Kim and Pete met in 2019 at Kid Cudi's birthday mm. dinner. And in, in what's interesting about this is, like, Kanye and Pete, like, really got along at this time. And Pete actually made comments to, like, a paparazzi or, like, a tabloid or something, essentially being, like, yeah, you know, like, they just have, like, such a great relationship and it's so aspirational, like, I hope I find love like that someday. Like, something, like, weird yeah, like that. Yeah. So at the time, they were all cool. okay. This was summer of 2021. Kim and Pete start like there's rumors that they're in some sort of relationship. All right. Then Kim goes on SNL. And this is kind of where all the crazy Kanye shit starts happening, like publicly towards Pete Davidson. Okay. At the time, it was more just like Kanye versus Kim. Mm -hmm. But now Pete enters the chat in terms of like Kanye is now like Pete is enemy one in Kanye's eyes. Because of this SNL thing. So, but do we think that like they were already a thing before this SNL like skit? Yeah. And that's, that's like, so in the summer, that's when like rumors kind of started because they were being seen with each other all the time. She goes on SNL. There's like this Aladdin seat like skit that they do. Mm -hmm. They kiss. Okay. That is when Kanye starts to get mad because he's like still has this weird possession over Kim, even though they're literally in the midst of a divorce. He's seeing other people. It's just weird. Didn't Kanye say that he was like at the SNL and like watched them kiss? Yeah. So this was the whole where he claimed that Ray J had a second sex yeah, tape. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he flew out to get it get from it. Ray J. Like, it, and, then, and then came sense. back for the SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was really weird. Like I don't. 
I think he's just lying about all of that. But okay, October 2021, Kim and Pete start like, this is when they go from just being seen with one another to being more like romantic in mm-hmm. public. So this is when the public is like they're dating. Um, Pete is seen in photos like with Chris and Corey and they have like matching PJs on and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, Remember? on their Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is kind of when that stuff happens. Uh, they go on vacation to the Bahamas, Okay, I think. So they go on back, like, whatever. Like, all this shit is happening. They're very public about being with each other, but they they haven't s- announced that they're together until February 7th. Pete Davidson had an interview with People Magazine. He refers to Kim Kardashian as his girlfriend. So as of February 7th of this year, 2022, they are officially dating, but they started, like, talking in the summer of 2021. So it's been a minute. Gotcha. It's been a lot so longer than like, people think. Yeah, honestly, like, it's it's... To me, I thought it was like SNL dating. Yeah. So before February, in January, Kanye releases a song called Easy. And this is the first uh, instance of Kanye like actually making a diss at Pete. And in his lyrics, he said, God save me from the crash, referring to a car accident he got into in like 2002 that like ruined his jaw whatever god save me from the crash just so i can beat pete davidson's ass so he didn't even try to like hide who he was talking about honestly funny yes and then right after this song dropped the same day this song dropped was the day that kanye got sent to the wrong address for his kid's birthday party so like (laughs) shit is already hitting the fan and then uh, another song was dropped with Fabio Foreign and then Kanye was a feature on it with Alicia Keys and the song is called City of Gold. And then Kanye refers to Pete again in his verse and he says, this afternoon, a hundred goons pulling up to SNL. When I pull up, it's dead on arrival. Literally, <laughs> literally threatening to kill Pete Davidson. And like, honestly... Pete has a great sense of humor, right? But at the same time, Kanye's fans are fucking nuts. No, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want Kanye's fans to have this like, yeah, some sort of like idea that like killing Pete Davidson is okay. Yeah, and he's straight up saying he will kill him. Yeah, literally, like it's not like when a, I pull up <laughs> dead on no, like innuendo, innuendo. No, no, what like, how the fuck you say? Innuendo? Yeah. <laughs> like there's no deeper meaning. He's literally just saying He it. said you going to die. Yeah. Okay, so like This is just really just been between Kanye, Kim, and Pete at this point. Okay. February 12th, shit hits the fucking fan, and Kanye just straight up is pulling anybody down in any vicinity. So Kid Cudi was the person whose birthday party that Pete Davidson and Kim met at. Mm -hmm. So Kanye somehow in his head, because they were at the same birthday party, blames Kid Cudi for what happened four years ago, them meeting. Mm. So this is what happens there. Kanye makes an announcement that he's pulling Kid Cudi off of his, the Donda 2, which is like his next album that he's dropping. And basically just being like, Kid Cudi's off the album, like blah, blah, blah. Kid Cudi responds to this and he's like, I didn't want to be on your fucking album anyway. Or he said, I 
did not want to be on your album, you fucking dinosaur. <laughs> and then Cuddy said, everybody knows I've been the best thing to happen to your album since I met you. Facts so, though. Because like, what is Kanye doing besides like being a menace on, on I mean, yeah, media? like after his like his first album, like college dropout was his best selling album of all time. And then after that, it's like slowly like digress. Is this album? I've heard now I don't know because this is not like my realm of music but I heard that he's not releasing it on streaming platforms you can only buy so, it we will get into that okay in okay, a okay okay sorry, that's sorry. coming up sorry yes so he announces Cuddy's cut from Donda 2 Cuddy's like I don't fucking care like whatever and this is what starts the fucking meme war between Kanye <laughs> in the world Kanye posts a photoshopped photo that so he made this photo I thought this was an internet meme that somebody made no Kanye made this <laughs> It was the Marble Superheroes video er, photo from Captain America Civil War. And it was his, he, he was like, what did he say? He was like his side versus the other side. And he, he titled this meme, Kanye West Civil War, instead of <laughs> Captain America Civil War. Like clever, my guy. On his side, he photoshopped Drake's face, which is interesting because him and Drake have had beef for years, but I guess they're cool right now. Drake's face, Julia Fox's face, Travis Scott's face, and Future's <laughs> face on one side of the superheroes. On the other side, he photoshopped Kim's face, Pete's face, Kid Cudi's face, Billie Eilish's face, and Taylor Swift's face. Then February 14th happens, which is Valentine's Day. Um, Kanye West posts a photo of a man with another man in a chokehold. So it was like a guy chokeholding another guy. Mm-hmm. Posts the photo with the caption, Upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to skeet. I'm going to handle <laughs> the situation myself. Then he posts screenshots between him and Kim, but it's like Kim's second phone was like the name of the contact. Yes, so it's yeah, like, yeah. does Connie even have her actual phone I number anymore? I'm still not over that he calls him Ski. Like, that's just so Yeah. Funny. Okay, we get into this in a bit. He posts screenshots between Kim and himself and then uh, saying that Kim said to Kanye about how he's creating a dangerous and scary environment. So at this point, like they're concerned with Pete's safety. Like yeah. she's like, you need to chill. And then she said, somebody will hurt Pete and this will be your fault. Okay. Facts. I mean, she's not wrong. No, literally. So if you were wondering from this other side, why Billy, Billy Eilish, who we're talking about has Photoshopped head on this. Well, let me tell you why. Billie Eilish posted or she didn't post a video. One of her fans posted a video from a concert where one of her fans was having like an asthma attack and basically was like passing out. She stopped her whole concert and was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? We take care of our people around here. Like I take care of my fans. Like let's stop everything. Make sure she's all good. Kanye took this as a a dig at Travis Scott for the Astroworld situation, which probably was. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not a dig at Kanye. So why Kanye took it so to heart, I don't know. But Kanye announced that he will not be performing at Coachella until Billie Eilish apologizes to Travis Scott. So he just was like, I'm not doing Coachella unless you apologize to Travis. (laughs) He's a child. His exact words were, come on, Billie. We love you. Please apologize to Trav and to the families of the people who lost their lives. Why was it Billy's fault? I don't know. <laughs> so then fast forward to later that day on Valentine's, Kim and Pete went on this like lovely date. There's like photos of it. They're going to mm-hmm. this very intimate restaurant, whatever. Kanye sent a truck full of flowers to Kim's house. And on the side of the truck, it says, my vision for, y- for you is crystal clear. And the crystal and the clear spelled with K's because of the Kardashians. So 
This man is just so fucking confusing. Everything he posts makes no sense. He literally has had to post photos of himself holding up a written notepad saying that his account is not hacked because people are so concerned with what he's posting. Well, also, there, yeah, first of all, that, and I mm-hmm. saw like stuff about um, between him and was it North, their oldest daughter? Yeah. Like beef between that too. Like, yeah, because of North's TikTok account. Because, he, yeah, he didn't like Norris' TikTok account. And then they went to the uh, Super Bowl together. Mm-hmm. And something happened there, too. I'm not, see, I'm not versed in this. And I should have known this yeah. before I brought it up. I don't, like, re- I don't really know what happened at the Super Bowl. But basically, like, I guess there was, like, a whole thing of North saying how, like, she's she's fed up with her dad's shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> North North is over it. If North is over it, the whole world's fucking over literally, it. Literally, literally. Um, and then February 16th, Kanye's documentary comes out. Mm-hmm. Then Kanye. OK, I don't know what day this is. I think it was on the same day that Kanye's documentary dropped. Pete Davidson deletes his Instagram account. Kanye takes to Instagram. Which he hasn't had his Instagram for a while. He hasn't like actively used it. He just like basically like just turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. So like and he's. I mean, he's been the first to say numerous times he's not into social media. He just doesn't post anything. So he's like, I'm, who cares? Yeah. But <laughs> Kanye posts, ran skeet off the gram. Tell your mother I changed your name for life. Like at Pete. <laughs> like I've changed. Or you're officially skeet. Like nobody's going to call you Pete ever again. Like you're skeet. Which skeet is kind of a sick name. Like, that's kind of funny. Honestly, you have to think that he thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kanye is like chef's kiss to comedy with that one. Yeah, literally. But okay. And then this is the most recent thing that's happened on February 22nd. Kanye announced that Donda 2, which is his new album, will only be available on his own sh- like music device so it's essentially like his version of like an ipod and it's called a stem player it looks like a shitty bluetooth speaker from china and it's gonna be available only on that because he's protesting the fact that artists only make about 12 percent of the profits from streaming platforms you know i've always wondered how that works and i feel like they definitely don't make as much because of streaming platforms now like they would have in the past so i mean i can't say that respected but yeah i mean you're charging so each individual streaming player is two hundred dollars. So like what? What the fuck? What in the past would have been a what twelve ninety nine for a CD? A CD, yeah, like under twenty 50, bucks max. Yeah, under fifteen dollars CD is now a two hundred dollars streaming player, and you know how many white cisgender men are gonna buy it? Oh, a lot. So many. A lot. So I think it'd be funny to end with his entire beef list. Now, Hip Hop by the Numbers tweeted this, and we're also pulling this from the BFS podcast. This is so funny. This is not original to us, but this is his beef list as of today. Taylor Swift, Nike, Kim K, his cousin, Wiz Khalifa, Jay-Z, Kid Kid Cudi, Billie Eilish, Peppa Pig. Like, don't hate on my girl Peppa Pig. (laughs) Like, what did she ever do to you, bitch? Literally, what did she do to you? Pete Davidson, Drake, Ray J, Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Kimmel, South Park, Dead Mew, Dead Mouth Five, Dead Mouth Five, Dead Mouth, I guess. Um, Dead Mouse, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Beyonce, Bruno Mars, J Cole, Travis. Scott. Wait, why is Travis Scott on his beef list? I don't know, Fuck. but he's here. Travis Scott, Harriet Tubman, Louis Vuitton, <laughs> CEO of Zappos, <laughs> Evil Knievel, Dennis Haysbert. Amber Rose, MTV, Beck, George, George Bush Jr., <laughs> ADL, TMZ, American Music Awards, 50 Cent, and Kris Jenner. 
I mean, at this point, he's beefing with the whole world. Like, I don't know what. That shit is so funny. Honestly, Peppa Pig and like Louis Vuitton, Harriet Tubman, those took me out. See, Harriet Tubman? Harriet, how are you beefing with Harriet Tubman, man? Like, like, like <laughs> you dug yourself a grave by calling slavery a fucking choice, you piece of shit. And you want to beef with Harriet Tubman? Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, I I don't know. This the whole thing is crazy, but... Honestly, I learned a lot about Kanye through Emily's research. I hope that you did as and well. And I will say, I watched the first two episodes of his documentary. Mm-hmm. Really great documentary. The filming style is really cool because it's all just like candid film. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. I don't know if you watched the Beatles documentary. It's very much like that. Like it tells the whole story through third person filming, which is so cool like cinematography wise yeah um the first two episodes are really great really informative of like the culture at the time the industry the third episode i think is going to get us into all of the fucking crazy shit that he does so i think it'd be good for like the tea aspect but also like i really like the the nice part of it Mm -hmm. and now it's about to get crazy so well i would recommend it's called it's called genius j-e-e-n dash y-u-s he's so fucking Stupid. yeah <laughs> oh my god also he legally changed the name to yay by the way big news it's no longer kanye it's just yay i have no more words for this man but honestly the train wreck if it keep, continues i'm gonna tune in same because it's quite funny at the honestly, end of the day it's entertainment it I, literally it's so funny at this point because it's like what more can you do i feel really bad for his family oh yeah but for the rest of us man this shit is comedy but, yeah gold. honestly he has children that he should be thinking about he has a, yeah. an ex-wife who i'm pretty sure they're not even legally divorced yet they're not yeah like there's a lot going on here and i i do like i can't imagine being kim trying to like hold it all together yeah and like the fact that like your oldest child has to say like i'm done with dad yeah you're annoyed like Reel it the fucking Kanye. Get it together. Maybe you need to go see help. Maybe. Get back on those fucking meds, my guy. Like something needs to happen (laughs) here. But anyway, I think this was a fun episode of our first official. Monthly mayhem. Monthly mayhem. It's official now. I know we did one last month, but this is it. This was fun. Yeah. I mean, make sure you tune into the YouTube version of this that comes out like on Friday because we're going to have like a lot of like screen grabs thrown up in mm-hmm. here, some photos. It'll be very visually like fun, I yeah. think. So if you also, you know, weren't sure who people were or whatever, even fast forward through it just to kind of see it all. But yeah. yeah, make sure that you guys go watch the YouTube version of the podcast every single Friday. Yep. We also have a vlog that comes out every single Tuesday. And that's it for this week's episode of Saturday 7. I'm Kellen. You can find me at Kellen Red K on Instagram. And I'm Emily. You can find me on Instagram at Starnzy. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram as well. We are at society97.pod on Instagram. We're also on TikTok at society97pod. We post a shit ton of videos over there. So make sure to check us out and follow us on TikTok as well. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, post notifications on every platform that you can find us on. All the things. Anything will help us out. We really would appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.